Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to talk a lot. Ngenda kuogera. A lot. Kubinji. Sigena kuogera ku topic yenu. I'm not going to talk about a single topic. But I'm going to share. Ngenda kuogera. As the spirit of God. Ngomoyo wa mukama guides me. Wanongamia. Because kubanga I want each of you to see a blessing. Njagala mwenna mulabo omukisa. The reason why we came to this place is to see the goodness of the Lord. This is not the first house of worship that we visited. Been visit- we actually we were in religion. Some of us were in other churches. But there is a reason. There is a particular reason. Why Rachi we came to this place. Amen. Amen. To see the goodness of the Lord. We had a lot. We had had a lot. About the man of God about this ministry and then we came to test we came we wanted to see whether it can work but we want to thank God God fulfilled our desires and today we one has a testimony. We thank God for that. I'm going to share many things. Be attentive. When anyone becomes born again, if they are to see a blessing, these are the things that they need to be they have to confess that they are born again. When you confess, the angels of God register you in the book of life. After confession, the reason why I tell you this, I emphasize this, even our children at home, when they grow, even if you as a mother and a father you're born again you have to talk to them so that they can confess on their own in church Amen Have you ever done that? Some families Parents don't encourage their children to confess salvation. Amen. Amen. But I want to tell you you have to talk to your children to confess salvation. When you confess your name is registered in the book of and then it doesn't stop there. God gives you his spirit. 
And once you get the spirit of God in your life. That is a sign that you are a child of God. So many people have the spirit. But they are not filled with the spirit. But at least you have the spirit of God. How do you tell that you have the spirit of God? Whenever you are doing something, there is a still small voice which instructs you. Don't, don't go there. Fast. Forgive. There is that still small voice. Other people call it a chintu. Other people refer to it as something. That something told me don't go outside. And when I went outside, I saw a night dancer. I died for five minutes. My goodness, the problem you had the chintu talking to you. That chintu was, was not chintu. That thing was not actually that chintu. That is the spirit of God which God gave you. Amen. Amen. Which shows that you are a child of I want to go slow. Because I want to correct some mistakes. There's some people who sit in church. Five years. They are not seeing anything. And God is right. When God is sending persons, He looks at the list of His children and sends persons according to the number. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now there is a number. There is a particular number which is listed in His book. But it starts with confession. Amen. You believe with your heart. No one pushes you. And you say from today. I am born again. It seems like as though it's not a powerful point. But so many people just join church. And they begin to pray. Without confessing. I've seen that here and many churches. And in many churches. Because your parent goes to that church. You begin to go and become a member. There are two fellowships. We fellowship with God. And we fellowship with man. When it comes to fellowshipping with God, you must have His Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there are so many Christians seated in churches. They are waiting for things which will never come. Why? Because their names are not registered in the book of life. Some people think that that registration helps on the last day. Even today. When God is looking at the list of his children. He has to see your name first. The Bible says in Isaiah. He has engraved 
My name in his palm. Amen. But it all begins with confessing. God is a wise parent. He plans for his family. In Uganda, we say Katonda called a family planning. Muruganda Sobro Gamba that God does a family planning. Family planning takes ampeke. Family planning doesn't mean those tablets. It doesn't mean appeals. You sit and plan for your kids. As a parent. When you are buying land. When you have accumulated somewhere. You sit with yourself and say. I have nine kids. This belongs to so and so. This belongs to so and so. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus gave us a parable. Of a prodigal son. When you look at that parable. You see a wise parent. He planned before he died. And this young child knew that I have a portion. I have a portion. My dad gave me a portion. Let me go to him and take my portion. Each of us has a portion before God. There is your portion before God. It in the right time. At the right time. Hallelujah. Amen. You have an account before God. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you have your portion before God. Now, when you come to church, especially the local you have to confess. Confession helps you so much. So many people just join churches. Ah, my brother goes to that church. You begin to become a member. Thank for becoming a member. But have you ever confessed Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord? When you confess, what happens? They write your name in the book of life. God looks into that book every day. Because there are names of people that he cancels out all the time. I've been seeing it with my eyes all these years. Sometimes I even tell you, have you ever been born again? And you deny. Until when God shows me that you were in such and such a place and you confessed and you were born again for two years and you gave up. And your name is, was cancelled. When you leave the Lord, He leaves you. When you come back, He comes back. Amen. Amen. So, so even if you're born again, a time came when you backslid and you took like three years. And then you go back just like the other person who was telling us in the overnight that I gave up on salvation and I went to the shrine don't just come back 
When you come back, wait for the opportunity when the Spirit of God uses the man of God. And who wants to give his life to Christ? And he says, You raise your hand, come forward, forget the old account. Because when you follow the old account, it is crossed out. Amen. Amen. You have to renew Olina. your salvation. If you want to see a blessing. The reason why I emphasize this. We are saved once. But we go out of his presence many times. We leave the Lord. But when we reach there. In the world. We come back. We remember the mercy. We remember the grace. We remember what God used to do for us. And then we say, when I was still under the leadership of my pastor, I could not laugh. Let me go back to church. After four years, we see a brother or sister in church. You start from there. You start introducing to the new friends. I was here. I was here. I went to the bar. I went to the shrines. But I am a member here. I was here before you came. That is not enough. Come back and, and introduce yourself to God. Ask for forgiveness. And confess salvation. As a new Christian. Amen. 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 When you confess, God gives you His Spirit. Amen. 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 Some churches, the born again when they do that, you all raise your hands and you start saying, Yes, whoever. You get a no more result. God is not an author of confusion. Let's take them out. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> the Lord is good. Confession. If some, anyone will see a blessing in salvation, when you confess, you have to receive the baptism of water. This church takes uh, we take our members to Keke Beach. And we baptize them from there. Amen. Amen. Baptism in water. We call it immersion. You have to be immersed. As Jesus was immersed. You have to come immersion. Amen. We also teach that baptism of immersion. If you are living abroad, 
like Eva. Ga Eva. Eva yangambi ntanda yonga te bambatiza sicho. Eva told me that she can't go back without being baptized. Wana kubatiza mu bathtub. Maybe I'll baptize in a bathtub. I don't know. Tulinokuteka teka yokubatiza mango. But we have to prepare a baptism after this fast. Uluvanyuma rokusiba kuno. Amen. Be prepared. Weteketeke. I'll call you one Thursday. Njakuba itoro kuna rumu. And I'll teach even here, I'll be here. I'll call each of you to come. I'll teach you and then take you to Keke Beach. I'll baptize you. Amen. Amen. Because you have to be baptized Kubanga. in water. Amen. Amen. It does something. Are you ready to go to Keke Beach? I've baptized many people. Many people. Many great people. I take them to Keke Beach. I baptize them. We do it on a Saturday. At 9 a.m. At 8 to 9 a.m. The place is free, there are no people. People would have spent the night there in the disco, so the place is empty. So we are in church. You come with two sets of clothes. After we've told you that the one that you're going to be baptized in and the one that you change it to after the baptism. Amen. Amen. I'm ready to be baptized. How many are ready to be baptized? Amen. Amen. I will baptize you. Praise the Lord. Now, confession, baptism, baptism in water. There is a recent one which I'm going to organize. For us, when we finish overnight, here, overnight we go. Amen. Amen. If you don't have your vehicle, vehicle we organize taxis here. And we tell you the amount of money to pay. You give us money for a card. And you give us also money for transport like 30,000. Endeavor to see that you get 30,000. If you don't have your car. But if you have your car. You have to be so fast and, and go. So that we get there at, uh, at the same time. If you come at 10 a.m. when we've left. Like me you won't find me there. After baptism. I get on a, a speedboat and I go to the other side. I get onto a speedboat and I go. Professor Bali. When I baptized him, he said for me, I, don't not. I told him, let's go. He said, Pastor. Someone told him, Now, if you follow him, if you fellowship with him, why don't you get onto the speedboat? It was his first time to get onto a boat. And we made a tour around. We went. We went to Ham's house to see Pastor Kayanja's house. 
And then we went around. Just enjoying life. Forty minutes. An hour. And then we come back. We get our cars and leave. Amen. If you have your money, you order for fish and chips and eat. After baptism, there is no fasting. Amen. Amen. You eat. You take your time. But the who have come in a tax certain in a hurry up, we are living behind for you chill. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, even if you are baptized and you want to escort just to go and you have your transport, we can't stop you. Amen. Amen. Now, confession and baptism. If you want to see a blessing following you, you have to receive this teaching of baptism and be ready to ask questions. Because that is not the first baptism. When we are in our religion, they baptized us. Now, what why are we baptizing you again? We have to answer. We have to give you reasons in the scriptures so that you do it by faith so that you do it with hope. Amen. So just be ready to ask your questions. Uh, I'll be here one Thursday and teach you, give you time to ask questions and then answer them. Amen. Amen. Another thing, when you get saved after confession, there's another thing you have to do is Fellowshipping. Coming to church. Whenever you get time. Amen. When you've just become born again. You have to learn many things. As a new believer. You have to learn. Even prayer. Prayer is also just taught. Amen. So when you come to fellowship, you learn new things. In learning, there's a lot of things. There's when we send there's, there's when you're, you're learning. When you hear people testify, you are learning. When you look at different people, that is also a lesson. When you look at flowers, nice things, this is also a lesson. When you come to church, you begin to learn. You learn this, that, that. You learn how to give testimony. But just looking at people who are testifying. Amen. Amen. So, 
you have to fellowship regularly come whenever you get time we thank God for online ministry if you can't be here physically at least be there watch from where you are fellowshipping you have to fellowship regularly why? When you say I'm born again, spiritually, you are a baby. Amen. A baby. If any child has just been born, that child needs mother's attention. And you have to be close to your mother. It is your mother who knows your language. Who understands your language. Praise the Lord. Amen. So even spiritually, you have to come to church. The messages you receive keeps you alive in the spirit. Helps you to grow spiritually. The messages you receive is like milk. Milk. Which helps the kids to grow. Amen. Amen. So you have to come to church. Listen to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Listen to the word of God. Fellowship with the spirit of God. Because we believe that in our congregation we do what we can to bring down the presence of God. That divine atmosphere. When that divine atmosphere comes, it shapes you. It encourages you. It gives you strength. It charges your spirit. We are like phones. We have batteries inside of us. When you come in the presence of God the presence of God charges your battery your spiritual battery Amen. Amen now you begin to work spiritual whatever spiritual work Amen. Amen some people who are weak in the spirit but you must, you must be strong in the spirit that spiritual strength comes from the word you listen to. And actually, it comes from being in the presence of God. When you look at the ministry of angels, there are some angels who abide in the presence of God. Those angels are powerful. There is a lot of glory which moves with them. I remember God called Moses to the mountain. He was there for, for 40 days and 40 nights. When he left the presence of God, there was a glory around him. You could not even look at his face because of the glory which was upon him. That glory in his presence helps us to fight the, the, the devil. Spiritually, when you leave the presence, 
of God. That glory goes with you. Demons look at you. And you run away before you even reach home. Before you reach your office. Demons run away. I told you, if you disconnect yourself from the devil, the devil doesn't wish you well. He plans every day to kill, to steal, and to destroy what God has given you. Amen. Amen. But when you come to church, when you come in the presence of God, the presence of God ministers to you, charges your spirit, encourages you. The word you gave is spiritual milk which helps you to grow. You become strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. Even if you are praying at home, you feel that you're powerful. Paul wrote to Ephesians and said, finally, brethren, be strong in the, in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. You have to be strong in the Lord. But the spiritual strength comes from sitting in the presence of God. I don't know whether you differentiate between sitting in church and being in the presence of God. There are many churches in it's just a congregation. You congregate. You can congregate when there is no presence. But when we congregate, we have to usher the presence of God. How do you do it? When you reach in the congregation, repent. Ask for cleansing. Amen. Amen. Um, the, the, the worship team comes. They begin to worship. Amen. Amen. For me, in my perception, I love someone who has a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When you are in the choir when you are in the worship team, team to lead us into worship because not every song brings down the presence of God if you are mature in the spirit if you have a, a good relationship with God watch this some people are talented but a talent can't usher the presence of God down. You can be a talented singer. But when you sing, you can't bring down the presence of God. What brings down the presence of God is good relationship, right relationship with the Holy Spirit at that particular moment. And I expect you people to first go into prayer before you come here. You first cleanse yourself before you stand here. Amen. Because when you reach there before us, you create a relationship with the Holy Spirit. By the Come you stand here to guide us to lead this entire congregation. The songs you, 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 you sing don't come from your list. Don't come from what you practice. But they are 
ushered into your heart by the Holy Spirit. If you want the presence of God to be in charge, always know, just know that an inspired song does it better. An inspired song. A song which drops into your spirit. That song. That heart song. That heavenly song. Moves with the presence. Many times. Holy Spirit hears what is in heaven. Because in, in heaven. There is worship 24-7. He picks the same song and drops it in your heart. And then when you hear it, you throw it in the congregation. When you, we sing it, the congregation of heaven comes down and meets the congregation of, 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 of church and then the presence of God comes down. That's why I don't want to train people on the pulpit. Someone learned yesterday. Sing, sing. You can also sing, get the microphone. You're wasting our time, we have problems. A song that comes from heaven is accompanied with fire. The angels, you know, all heavenly things are accompanied by angels. Even the coming of Jesus. When Jesus was born. Many angels are They sang. They were up there suspended. And sang heavenly songs. Hallelujah. I want to tell you. Even a heavenly message. Is always accompanied with angels. Amen. Amen. Those angels who come, they take our pastors, they take our requests. They take our requests to heaven, to the throne room. Amen. Amen. God established his throne in heaven. And his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, If you want to see the presence of God, these people can take it away or they can bring it. When you come and you're very picky, you, you want to back me. That is carnality. Carnality chases away the spirit. Praise the Lord. Amen. You have to be in the spirit before you guide us into the spirit. You have to be in the spirit before you guide, you guide us into the spirit. Our marriages, our jobs are all in the spirit. Amen. Amen. The tribes, the 12 tribes of Israel. There was a tribe of Judah. Judah means praise. Judah praise. Now the worshippers in that tribe of Judah. 
Every time Israel was going to war, these were the people that would need Rachi. When they sing, the presence of God comes down. You know, God promised that he is, he will be our shield. So he has to be in front. For us, we come before. So, so he goes before us. So these people must bring him down. When they worship that song, which song? A heart song. A throne song. An inspired song. That is what we need. But you can't get that song until you are in the spirit. If you are in, in a carnal state, you can't have that song. You know with carnality, you are full of worries. You think of this and that. Basically, you think of the surroundings. You're full of fear. You don't know how you're going to do this. You don't know how you're going to pay your debts. If you are still worried, thinking about debts, thinking about your future, thinking of what you're going to eat, how you're going to do this, that is a sign that you are still in a carnal state. But when we penetrate and cross over into the spiritual realm, we tend to forget. We we forget. We forget. Hallelujah. When you forget, you leave everything in the hands of God. God takes over. Amen. By the time you come back from the Spirit, you feel that you're filled with joy and peace. Full of hope. Amen. Amen. And then you see that the Lord has done it. We need Twetaga. in the body of Christ we need worshippers who are mature. Amen. Spiritual maturity. Unfortunately in the body of Christ what people call spiritual maturity is to become a pastor. That is wrong. That's a wrong mentality. I can be a prophet. I can be a pastor. I have a calling, but when I'm, I'm immature, I need to sit down the feet of a man of God until I mature. A calling can't make you mature. A calling is a calling. Jeremiah received his calling before he was conceived in his mother's womb. The first day he came on planet Earth. When he was one day old, he had a calling. Two years he had a calling. Ten years he had a calling. Until when God introduced himself and said, 
Give yourself time to mature. Sit under somebody until you mature. When you mature, the leaders, the pastors, your pastors, because a calling, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be pastored. Amen. Amen. When you mature, Bukula. those who pastor you listen from God and they lay hands on you they send you where the spirit of God tells them to send you there are some who have callings but they have to serve in church there are people who have callings and they go out and they start all of us we are not a, a, a queen aunt it is a queen aunt that makes an aunt here a queen aunt doesn't it come out of the aunt I don't know so who knows praise the Lord listen to this even if you're a pastor you can sit in church when you're immature but you have a big calling that changes nations so the mistake that we have every musician makes, who grows up makes a church you may be a musician but God didn't call you to start a church there's a gentleman I honor greatly Yes, who was at Nambole when, when he had come to minister weren't you there praise the Lord I was there I sat I looked at this man I lifted up my spiritual antennas to see his spiritual height oh my god the man was strong in the spirit was mature in the spirit and I wondered all these years this great man of God welcomed by great nations stands on big pulpits he has never thought of making a church he grew in the spirit but remained doing his ministry. You can grow in the spirit as an usher and you remain an usher. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. There are so many people who think that when you grow in the spirit you have to be called a bishop that you have to board planes there are people who think that to be a great pastor you have to have gone to America you go to Luxembourg you go to Dubai 
South Korea. You go to South Korea. And you travel nations. And when people are introducing you, they say, "One will come, a great man of God. He has moved many nations. He has a big God." Don't show a great God by boarding flights. Praise the Lord. Even if I've never boarded a flight, I can have a God who can take you to, to who can make you board a flight. Where Eva goes, even where Stella goes, I've never but gone there. My mouth crafts people who moves nations, who sits in big offices that shows that have a big God. A big God. A wide God. That's why many times I tell you. I have a global faith. I have a global faith. Because I believe in a global God. In my congregation. I know. The borders of Uganda. Can't stop my church. The borders of Uganda. Can't stop my God. God can pick you from here. And throw you to America. And blesses you from there. And throw you to to Canada, South Africa, South Korea, all over the world, the hand of the God I believe is so, is so strong and tall that can place you in far countries and you prosper from there and come back and build our country. Hallelujah. I believe one day you'll have your own street. Half a kilometer. Half a kilometer. Half a kilometer. The buildings are yours. On both sides. You named the road. Adoko Street. Adoko Street. I'm not prophesying. Even you, you can't do it. You've built on this side and also on the other side. Amen. Amen. You put a, a name of your child on every building. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Junior Akhed. Junior Akhed. Junior. <laughs> what is your name? Isaiah Emporium. Isaiah Emporium. Isaiah what? What? Oh, please. <laughs> you know, I had a hopeless complex. <laughs> Isaiah complex. Praise, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No. I'm not kidding. Those things can happen. Because in salvation we believe it is not us but him. There is a man who has rejected in ministry called Apostle Paul. He was rejected for many reasons. Because he persecuted the church. The apostles who used to walk with Christ. 
for a long time. They thought that he's lying to them. He wants to kill them again. He faced rejection. He started putting his eyes on God. And said, I'm an apostle by the grace of God. Whereby grace means divine enablement of God. He said, me as Paul. I'm limited. I have many sins. I persecuted the church. I killed the believers. I feel I can't make it until the grace of God comes on me. I'm limited. I need the grace of God. I need God to enable me. Amen. So Apostle Paul started ministering. He would say, I'm an apostle. I'm the least of all the apostles. I did not see Christ. I did not move with him. So you can despise me. But I am an apostle by the grace of God. It is the grace which will help me to minister. And indeed, the grace helps me to minister. You can build houses by the grace of God. You can be rich by the grace of God. Even if you are limited by books, by exposure, you are limited. You don't have great people in your family. No one connects you. The grace of God can sell you, can sell you, can take you to great places. That's why we believe in the grace of God. Hallelujah. If God is you will manage in Jesus' When you get saved, you first believe. Then confess. You have a date to confess. Yes, you came to church. You did not confess. The man of God prayed for you. You started experiencing changes. Seeing things changing. Yes, they had to change. It was not your faith. It was the pastor's faith. It was not your holiness. But it was the pastor's holiness. It was the covenant which did it in your life. When you were a child, you don't work. You don't cook. It is your mother who eats. When your mother takes porridge, you get what to eat. When your mother gets porridge, eats well, you get the breasts. If I have breasts, you have. That's why men of God must be connected. Must be blessed. Because they have to bless others. That's why I have to succeed into this anointing in order to get something. By the time you come before me, I have something on my account. I can bless you because I'm blessed. If I'm not blessed, I can't bless. I have to tithe. 
and live under an open heaven whatever I do is under an open heaven the windows of heaven are not shut for my ministry and for my life if I want angels to come down they run so fast faster than life because I minister under an open heaven it's not only prayers that open heaven the tides and the seeds that we give open the windows of heaven and the blessing comes and the anointing comes and angels pass these things bring down heaven been looking at you and I was wondering I've just discovered now please come what have you understood Wednesday look at her when God looks down from heaven he says I have to bless this church. <laughs> God must bless you. It is a mass. Look at her. You remember her? She was seated there. I called her in front. You said, you said, we are going to give you this. Say it work on her hair. Sister Faith, where is Faith? Someone said they're going to walk. Make up. Make up. Stand up. Look at her. They're both dressed in red. Hope you are not in politics. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Look at this lady. Mulabe. Look at her. You have kids? How many? Four. Are you still in marriage? Is your husband with you? What did he say? He hasn't seen you. He's not here. He's here. He doesn't pray from here. Okay. But he saw you coming from home. So the hair and, and said what? And said, hmm? eh? What did he say? He's taking the kids for DNA on Monday. <laughs> Can't go back. Praise the Lord. Amen. God cannot fail to bless you. That alone. Opens the windows of heaven. But there are people who want to break down doors. Will you be able to break down the heaven? Lord, open the windows of heaven. Open the windows of heaven. God says, What do you want to have? What do you want the windows of heaven? Just give in church. Pay your tithes. And that windows will open. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. When we give to the needy, we support the word of, of the work of God. We support the gospel. Opens the windows of heaven. When the windows of heaven are open, blessings fall down, multiplication happens, and even angels come down. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is a God of principles. He. he he honors a principles. He's a God of principles. I want to tell you, if you are not a practical Christian, you only know prayer, you will pray until you chase yourself from judge. When you've not seen anything, Amen. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is what you did to that lady. Some Christian they don't want to know. They don't even look at how they just, even when they see anything they are not concerned. But thank you for being concerned. Thank you for being touched. Every time you're concerned by someone else's situation then you fulfill the law of the Lord. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Actually we have two laws now. In the days of Moses God gave Moses, ten commandments. But in our days, when Jesus came, he reduced the ten into two. He said, love the Lord your God with all your life, with all your understanding, and love fellow man as you love yourself. That is a sign of the cross. Vertical and horizontal relationship. Amen. Amen. Some people, whether you've eaten or you've not eaten, they're not concerned. Amen. Amen. When we do that, when we care with the little we have, God opens the windows of heaven and blesses us. Blesses us. That's why I tell you that you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. There are some people who don't believe that they are blessed because they haven't gotten a job, because they haven't gotten married. Mature. Even if you haven't gotten a job, you can see yourself blessed. Why? Because the things of God come in their own time. Even if God blesses you today, you can't plant cassava. And cassava matures in one day. Because you are blessed. Everything has to take its own course. I know you are blessed. 
But your plantations will take their time according to the laws of nature. Even if I bless you today, you will take the right time according to God to receive what you prayed for. Even if I bless you today, and you get pregnant, that baby in the womb will take nine months. The blessing can't twist it and you get the baby in four months. Believe the devil should not lie to you. In the right seasons, you eat cassava. In the right season, you harvest beans. In the right season, you harvest matoke. You harvest everything you plant. You sow. The devil lies to you. That there is nothing. Believe when you sow, you have to reap. Wait for the timing. The time will come. Everyone will know that you planted a seed. Amen. Amen. Uh, when you go to your garden to harvest matoke, if there is still land, you plant new ones for, them, for the next season. That is what I used to say. Some people, when they begin to harvest, they just eat matoke, they eat cassava, they don't sow new ones. You'll eat, but you get into the famine when you don't have food. Every time you go to the garden, have something new that you plant, and have something that you harvest. You plan for your future. As a born again, you have to know all those things. Amen. Amen. As a born again, you have to know all these things. Fellowship regularly. Amen. Amen. For the sake of your spirit, when you come into the presence of God, you benefit a lot because inside of you, there is a baby who is growing. You have to breastfeed the baby. With the word of God you receive in church. Breastfeed the baby. With the word of God you listen to church. Which you hear from church. Amen. Are you with me? Are you still following? Are you still following? Born again, what else do you need to know? Apart from fellowshipping and sitting in the presence of God. You got the difference? I told you the difference. I told you the difference. Another thing, you must know that the devil tricks you always. Tricking, he, uh, 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 he tricks you so that he takes away the presence of the God. Presence of God. To cause you to disobey. Amen. Amen. He does it a lot. But you must be very wise. Have some decisions that you make in your life. If they don't change, 
You have to look at them. First, observe your prayer life. The fasting life. The praising life. And worship. Reading the word of God. Giving. And fellowship. If you want to stay strong, those are the seven pillars. Observe because if you don't observe, the devil comes in and steals. All the time you have to check where your bag is. Is it still there? Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, I'm still safe. Praise the Lord. Amen. You check. You have to. Observe. You have to check on those seven things. Prayer. Fasting. Praising. Worship. Reading the word of God. Reading the Bible. Not the books. About God. But reading the Bible. As it is. Amen. Giving and going to church. Physical church. Amen. Prayer. That when you have to check it all the time. You know that devil steals prayer. A lot. Some people are no longer praying. They are just making noise. Prayer is not noise making. But you prepare your heart to talk to God. Amen. Amen. And you feel it. You feel in your spirit that you are communicating to an invisible person. Because prayer is you talk, you talk to an invisible person as though they are visible. We are not just speaking on our own. It's like someone is in the other room and there's a glass that separates you but you can see them but there, there are some spaces that take the holes that take your voice and you speak knowing that prayer, they're listening prayer is not noise making you speak to an invisible God you speak to an invisible God as though he's visible. That is prayer. How does the devil steal prayer? He steals it. He first steals your, your time of prayer. If it's at night, the time that you, you pray, he causes you to have heavy sleep. So how, what should I do to keep you cannot keep. There's someone who keeps for you. All the time you're in his case. I've put watchmen on you. Don't be silent. Say, Lord, I don't know how to pray like I should. I also know that I sleep I beg you, Lord, wake me up. When I wake up, I pray the words of prayer.
Always pray like that. Pray for that time. Always tell God. I don't know where I can't pray. I don't have words. Holy Spirit, give me words. Wake me up. Always tell God. Give you the power to give you the words. When we read in the book of not Corinthians, Acts of Apostles. The Bible says that the Spirit of God, God came upon them. They started praying as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit of God intervened. He gives you utterance. He's the one who engineers prayer. He's the one who decides whether you use Runyankole, Luganda, heavenly languages. Some believers who tuned themselves what they call prayer. They know only one language. Luganda. Luganda. And they, uh, uh, to tell you that they even pray in Luganda, no. Father God, Father God, Father God, Father the devil laughs and says, What do you mean by fire? Which fire? Which fire? Because according to me, the real fire which, the, which, which chases the devil is hidden in the word of God. Because the Bible says, My word is fire, it's a consuming fire. The real Fire is in the word of God. And the word of God is the sword. And the Bible says, your enemy will follow before you with the sword. So there are some believers who waste time calling fire when the devil doesn't go. Now the devil doesn't go because it is not the real fire. Your shouting can't move the devil even an inch. What churches the devil is the word of God. Which word of God? The word which is hidden in your heart. Among all the scriptures which you put in your heart at that particular moment the spirit of the Lord picks one scripture and then it becomes a lie then you push it out and it becomes light and it becomes the hammer then you see demons screaming hello prayer kusaba with prayer, you have to keep the relationship healthy. The relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
Because it is the Holy Spirit that brings prayer. If you fail to do that, we'll have to write a prayer book and give it to you and you'll be like a Catholic so that you can pray. But you're not going to get anything. Prayer comes from the heart. It doesn't come from the mind. You don't just read it. Even the scripture that chases away the devil. You read it and you keep it in your heart. The Holy Spirit is the one who gets it out in the time that he wants it. Russia and Ukraine. The devil is so happy because they are still fighting. They are destroying their buildings and the devil is happy. But what is disturbing them, they are both showing off power. They are just um, playing out with their weapons of war. They are trying to test this. Let us see how it works. Let us see how this weapon works. Amen. Kakati. God has a big amare. Big amare. He looks at the, 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 the kind of war. The bigness of your enemy. And picks the right, the right weapon for, for that enemy. Puts it in your heart. Through your mouth. Then fires appear, fire appears. Which means, if you are to be a spiritual warrior, you have to be a Bible reader. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. There is a time when the Holy Spirit needs that very scripture which is in your heart. And then he uses it and then he uses it to destroy the, 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 the devil around you. Prayer. The devil kills prayer. But whenever you see your prayer life dying out, the only medicine is to come and join people who pray. You know, when, when people are praying, everyone sets another on fire. Who says that for me when I come in the overnight, I go back when my prayer life is charged? Yes. Prayer is a spirit. It is what we call the spirit of prayer. The spirit of, of, of uh, prayer affects you like um, flu. It affects you like COVID. If you come close to someone who has flu, then the virus um, affects you. 
And that is how prayer is. Unless you doze a lot, like some people I know in church. Amen. But if you've come and you desire, when you start to pray, when the other one is praying, when the pastor is praying and the other person is praying, then the spirit falls upon you. And then you start to pray. And then you start to pray. And prayer, when you start, it does, you don't start in power. You start slowly. And the demons set up a barrier in front of you. And you feel you're limited. And the demon speaks in your mind. Go outside and come back. You'll come back. And then when you're refreshed and you start speaking, say the devil, tell the devil, leave me alone. You stay. Even if words are not coming. Stay. Don't go out. Remove your phone. That is a dangerous moment. You have to remain. Pray. Pray. Until you pray. There is a time. When you no longer push a wall. But you're just flowing. Amen. Even if it is a song, you cannot feel that you've done it. Flowing in prayer. Flowing. The things of the Lord, you just flow. You don't struggle. The devil steals prayer. But if you see that it is a robed, come back to church. A church that has prayer. In most churches, the devil already stole the prayer. And most churches, its members, they don't uh, take away, remove the testimonies that they have. They don't get the testimonies from there. Some they get it from Mutundu. Some get it from Nangabo. You go with my pregnancy. You bath it from your local church. Hallelujah, Papa. You prayed. But God is saying no. That one went to Nangabo and they got a prophecy. They got the pregnancy from the other side and now they are bathing it from here. They conceived at Pastor Tom's. That pregnancy of Akali is what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anything that you've bathed is a When you receive a word from God and you believe it no with your heart, no then God starts to work on your issue. It is like a pregnancy that you've conceived. They make give you a, a word of a And then you have a pregnancy. You don't give birth to someone. A rabbit gives birth after one month. Then you have eight. But the one for an elephant, it takes 24 months. They may even tell you what. How come you have nothing? Maybe you have sins. That is not the issue. I feel it moving. I feel it moving. It is well with your mind, your business. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. The devil steals prayer. But if you ever see that prayer is stolen from you, go to a church that prays. Not just shouting. When prayer flows. Have you ever had someone flowing in prayer? And you admire them. They're like, I wish I pray like that. They don't repeat the words that they say. So there's prayer that is in churches. Someone speaks for two hours. Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God. Don't tell me that is not prayer. I want someone who flows. They don't repeat the words. Like they're rotating, that is what they call prayer. That is what they call prayer. And by the time that person comes out of prayer, they have peace. They have hope. Go to a church that has such prayer. Charge the spirit of prayer in you. Praise and worship are so important. Actually, fasting. Any born again has to fast. When you fast, you last. If you want to die early, if you want your business to die early, avoid the fasting. But you can fast for for your health. But for us, we fast for spiritual benefits. There are some demons which cannot go away without fasting. How do you eat food from Monday to Monday? Get a day or two days in a week as the Spirit guides you and fast from morning to evening. You get spiritual benefits and physical benefits. Amen. Do you want to work on your skin? Get used to prayer and eating, uh, to fasting and eating fruits. Do you want to age? Eat pieces of meat from Monday to Monday. Do you want to live long? Eat fruits. Vegetables. Eat vegetables. Fish. White meat. You see things are stabilizing. Sometimes you can eat some meat. Don't be like the people in the village. You eat meat all the time, even fight for it. You steal it from the neighbors. You know, pregnant women are still meat from the charcoal stove when they're smoking it. They sit there. And even the one who is in um, room 8, uh, apartment 8, is trying to show that her husband um, is rich. He buys a sack of charcoal. So when she's smoking, she gets into the house. And the pregnant woman comes closer and picks a piece of meat and enters her house. God forgive me, but what the pregnancy is doing to me. You know, you can still, because of your pregnancy, it causes you to eat soil. 
and you give birth to a child that is a thief. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep your prayer life. Prayer life Keep your prayer life. Amen. Amen. When you come in prayer, even if you don't have words, don't be silent. Don't allow any meditations to go through your mind when prayer is going on. Fight so hard to see that you get to that point where you flow. But if you want it to come, before you start praying, you tell God, Lord, you know that I don't know how to pray but help me give me the words fill me with the spirit of prayer give me the right words you'll see that God will give you the words slowly by slowly he'll give you the words you've never been filled with the spirit you can be filled with the spirit and you start speaking in other languages and when you speak in those languages don't be too much some of you become too much you shout, and, you shout for the neighbors you feel what has happened to you some people start screaming and shouting and they put their legs up the Lord is good because the spirit has fallen upon them control the spirit the spirit is not a spell you can control it you know you may think that someone has been demon possessed you know you see people coming with the sash no I mean, control the spirit even if you feel a great anointing don't just make noise like an elephant amen people to show off it's like some people conceive there's a way they show off on the village it's like they're going to give birth to Jesus they eat mangoes amen praise the Lord amen amen don't you see people that side? The many. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know that the stomach is not yet out. The pregnancy is not yet out. They speak from the world to the bone. <laughs> Your words make me laugh. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Be careful. Keep your prayer life. The devil kills fasting. And he makes you get tired of it. But all the time pray to go to help you. So that fasting comes back into your life. When there's a corporate fast like the one for the church. Please attend. Don't eat at that early morning breakfast. Just be involved. When the devil sees that you have failed, he will give up on you. But you know you get to prepare. According to me, don't you see that I've done a lot? 
Wasn't, was I like this before? Don't you see that I'm your friend? Allow me to break today. Thank you for answering me. You've answered me. Again, Ogamba, you've answered me. By the time they sent you, already the food is in your mouth. Praise the Lord. Amen. You. I don't know what to do for you. How are you going to You have to overcome the fresh. Learn to say no to the fresh. Amen. I faced it last night. I slept at 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Yet I had to wake up and pray. I had my children knocking on my door at 2.30 a.m. I've never drunk alcohol, but today I, I realize how drunkards walk. Amen. Amen. I came when I was drunk in my sleep. And strength, I went down the stairs to pray. I sat in the chair where I prayed. I couldn't understand I until when I said no. If I'd gone on a mission and I'm a soldier, would I be this? No, I wouldn't be. I must be a soldier. I went. I came out of my comfort zone and then I had the hood on my head and I took it off and I started praying and then I saw that my fatigue was going away and I prayed and prayed and I said okay we have to say no to our bodies Amen I mean, you can get hungry at 4 p.m. Just these two hours. The Lord sees all the other hours. Until when the devil says, tell God, you break, you break your fast at 4 p.m. and you don't eat again until um, the next day. You, you go through the night. And the opposite of uh, fasting during the day. So you say, Lord, Come on, me. Me I'll eat at 4 p.m. I'll eat again tomorrow at 4 p.m. Allow me to eat. Allow me to eat. I'll not eat uh, supper. That is uh, the idea of a thief. Amen. There's one day when we were fasting, they told me of a brethren. Who got a, a bucket of um, porridge and went and hid in the bush that they wanted uh, the porridge to cool down. Mm. While they were there, at four, a visitor came. They wanted to pour the porridge. You know, I was as in the coffee plantations. God gave you a miracle. I was dying. Praise the Lord. Amen. Keep your prayer life. Keep your fasting. Keep your praise. What does praise mean? You see it. 
And you wonder at it. And you talk about it. Amen. You see it. You wonder at it. And you talk about it. The headmaster of tender talents is in our midst. Mm. We can also bring them anytime. They don't know that the one who all trains in that is among us. Don't look there. In the spirit you've looked there. You have stopped with the gospel. Come back here. You praise him. You see it. You see it with what? You see it with your eyes. You wonder at it. And then you talk about it. Then you have worshipped. Amen. Amen. You see it. And you wonder at it. Who did it? Every time you talk about it. You can praise people. You can praise God. You can praise the project. You can praise. Amen. Amen. That is praising. Never stop praising. Because it opens the spiritual eyes. Every time you see what God has done. And you talk about them. The devil runs off. Says if they've seen God then what do I want from them? God is good all the time. And the devil doesn't want you to see the goodness of the Lord. Because when I do you good, you will definitely remain my friend. And the devil doesn't want you to remain a friend of Jesus. He wants you to forget what God has done in your life. When you forget, he begins to lie to you. God doesn't love you. How come he doesn't love you but he protects you from COVID? How many die of hunger? How can he not love you? If you can wear your lipstick, and yet the people who work but they can't afford it how can he not love you when he's a mother but you dress so well some people think that marriage is what is you not getting everything pastor I'm tired of taking care of myself pray for me to get a man so that I can have someone take care of me it's not that every married person is given by their husband men don't hate me the ones I'm talking about as the women we praise the man and we I'm the one who harvested my coffee and I bought my dress. 
For you when you see you say for good reasons. Get married for the right reasons. Maybe you have more money than you But you're married and you respect him. Amen. Get married even if a man doesn't have a job. Praise the Lord. Amen. But don't think what I'm saying, and look for a job and work. If God lifts your husband and gives him a job, he will add unto you. But don't bring about you sorrows of the from morning to evening. You brought me from my home how? Why you have hands, go and work. You women, you have to work for yourselves. Be like Amina. Amina, don't you work? Even if your husband hasn't yet provided, at least you've worked and you have the baby here first we don't know those things so that the generation that the train doesn't leave you behind you see it and you wonder at it and you talk about it I'm asking do you still see what God did we come to church we enter his gates and in, in his courts with the praise when you thank God thanking God reminds you what God did as a born again you have to sit and meditate and remember that helps a lot and where you are today that builds your relationship with God alone and even your relationship with your pastor 